0: this is dear hallmark each week i'll bring you reviews of your favorite hallmark movies and tv shows so grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode My name is Dara. Welcome to a new week here at Dear Hallmark. You have just entered the space where we talk about our favorite made-for-TV romance movie, networks hallmark channel hallmark movies and mysteries up tv great american family all of that and beyond Uh, by beyond i mean at christmas time we talk about lifetime that's it but um all of that and more we talk about here at dear hallmark i am your host dara and i am so happy to be here with you in this new week This is the third week, like the second full week of February, but the third week in the month of February. And it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. To everyone out there, whether you are young, old, whether you are in a relationship or not, you there is someone out there that you love. So I just want to wish a happy love day to everybody out there. Now, before we get into our review of the second movie in Hallmark's Love You, Where you lineup, A Paris Proposal. I got some news for you guys. You know I don't come empty-handed, so let's get into it. Our first piece of news comes to us from the Mothership Herself Hallmark Channel. They announced last week that The Way Home will be airing its season finale Sunday, March 26th at 8 p.m. So instead of it airing at its normal time, 9 p.m., it is going to have the season finale at 8 p.m. And then at 9 p.m. we will get the season premiere of Hallmark's other newest TV show that they had in the back burner called Ride. Now this one um, people are saying it's kind of Hallmark's answer to Yellowstone because there's been this resurgence if you will of western type of this of the western genre um, Hallmark Hallmark's answer to that is this TV show, and I have a bit of the premise here for you to kind of sit with, meditate on, and see if you would like to take a bite into it when it premieres on March 26th. Here we go. Ride is a multi-generational family ensemble following the lives of the McMurray's part of a rodeo dynasty going back a generation as they struggle to keep their beloved ranch afloat. After a tragic loss, each character embarks on an empowering journey of transformation and self-discovery while also uncovering a twisted web of secrets threatening to tear the family and their small Colorado town apart at the seams. Starring Nancy Travis, Tierra sc- oh, y'all forgive me for this name. Tiara Scoibye, Scoibye, scoy- Bo Murkoff, Sarah Garcia, Jake Foy, and Tyler Jacob Moore. Now, Burr Mo- Murkoff, we saw him opposite Hunter King in the summer movie Hidden Gems presented to us last year. So he is back for more. Um, and yeah i there's there's a little sneak peek of it now up on Hallmark Channel's Instagram account. a little sneak visual um i'm I'm definitely gonna give it a try. uh, this is another one coming out of again the the mothership of Hallmark, so um I'm down for it. you know it's it's not my Chesapeake Shores, but I'm down for it. I'm down for some ride. Next, we have also been. This is this goes out for all of my hearties out there. Those of you who are fans of the long-time show, this is kind of like the grandmother of Hallmark at this point. When Calls the Heart, going into its tenth season, um, it's been pushed back because of The Way Home and Ride. Uh, when Calls the Heart will be premiering in late. July. So that will be the summer offering that we will get that will take us, I guess, into the fall and maybe a little bit before the Christmas movies begin to air. Um, but, Hardys, what are you thinking? Do you think this will be the last season of When Calls the Heart? I am not a Hardy, I am not someone who watches When Calls the Heart. I tried to wa- I watched the pilot episode and then I watched the last two episodes of season 8 uh, or the last three episodes of season 8 I believe um when she made the choice between Nathan or Lucas and uh it it was boring to me unfortunately I was bored so I didn't pursue the journey into when calls the heart or hope valley any further but yeah, wanted to just bring that to you guys for any of my hearties who may be listening. Also, The Love Club has released its second movie on Hallmark Movies Now. This is something that I talked about um I hope, I believe I talked about it in the last episode, The Sweeter Than Chocolate and uh, Love and Glacier National episode. The Love Club is a series of movies. It's going to be four movies that Hallmark Movies Now is bringing us every Thursday. So the first Thursday in February was Brittany Bristow's movie called um, It's the Love Club, Nicole's Pen Pal. And this past week, we got the Love Club, Sydney's Journey. So be sure to check those out. I'm about halfway through Sydney's journey. Um, And, you know, I have a special place in my heart for the name Sydney, as that is the name of my main character in my novella, Chasing Wind. Be sure to purchase that. There's a link in the show notes for you to purchase that. Also, last but not least, there has it has been announced that Trevor Donovan he will be starring in two great American family movies this year. He is going to be bringing us a holiday movie um, for their great American Christmas lineup, but he is also going to be bringing a autumn movie an autumn movie. Um, And the one that will premiere in the fall, that's going to it's going to include and involve his dancing skills that he picked up on Dancing with the Stars and also highlight his anti-bullying campaign called The Upstanders. So if you are a Trevor Donovan fan or a Great American Family fan, you want to be on the lookout for those movies later on in the year. Well, my friends, we are going to take a quick break. And then when I come back, let's talk about a Paris proposal, shall we? So stay tuned. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? Welcome back, friends. So, A parent's Proposal is the latest movie in Hallmark's love you, wary lineup, and it stars Alexa Penavega and Nicholas Bishop. And you guys, this movie was everything that I wanted more. This is going down in history as my favorite Alexa Penavega movie, point blank, point blank, period. So, here is the Dara synopsis of the movie. Anna, played by Alexa Pinavega, and Sebastian, played by Nicholas Bishop, are at each other's throats. They have completely different working styles. However, while they hate working with each other, somehow they still work well together. You have Anna's kind of thoughtfulness, research, and I don't know what other words bring to that compared with the the creativity and color that Sebastian brings they make for a good work pairing the boss of the ad agency sees that puts them together on a project this Big French diamond company over in Paris they are launching and starting their stores and expanding their brand into the American market and they want to have Dash Creative on the account that's the name of the ad agency that we're working with here and so Anna is kind of your account manager so she is the the stickler whereas Sebastian is the creative uh, they go over to Paris and And through a meeting with the Durands and a slip of the tongue of Anna's, it is somehow... Um, insinuated and assumed that Anna and Sebastian are actually a married couple celebrating their first anniversary there in Paris. And they continue the charade throughout their time in Paris as they're putting this campaign together. And with them putting this campaign together, we also get a gala, you guys. You know I love a good gala. <laughs> I am here for a gala. So they they go to this gala, and of course, while they're there, they are outed by their competitor Gabriel, who is also vying for the account. Now, can I tell you, between you and me, Gabriel is one of the flyest, slickest villains I've ever laid eyes on in my life. Because when he pers- when he first popped up on the screen, I I was watching this with a friend, and I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Mr. Postman. How are you? Hi, <laughs> your mama. Mm-hmm. It was it was live and in effect. Okay, but um, the man knows how to wear a suit with the slick back hair and the glasses. I was here for it. As slimy and slithery as he was, I was here for it. Uh, but the way he outed them, oh, and he was—he was so conniving in the—in this, like, he was so understated. Like he wasn't boisterous, you know what I'm saying? Like he just—he stayed smooth. Like you want to talk about a smooth operator? Smooth operator. That was Gabriel. He just stayed in a suit, and like. Ugh. It even pains like he played whoever was Gabriel played that part so well because you hated to love him. You hated to love him, and Anna and Sebastian ended up losing their jobs because of it, and they lost their account. Now here is the thing that kind of like was the the one dent in the movie. It was the ending. Not the very end where they did kind of the Harry met Sally thing like the other wedding veils did. I thought that was brilliant. When they did that, I literally perked up like a little chick in her, in a, in a coop or something. I, I said, oh my gosh. I thought that that was the cutest thing that they did that. And then they did a montage. I thought that that was wonderful. I just didn't like the the resolution i felt like the resolution of the conflict was rushed and uh, my friend felt it too but dang it we had quite the good time along the way some scenes that stood out to me um that scene where you thought he didn't hear her talking about her favorite ice cream and uh what her what a date of a, a beautiful date or an ideal date for her would be. Um, but he was listening to everything. And even when they were at the cafe and he just kept putting his, like it was so natural for him to put his arm around her and she didn't fight him on it. And they just continued to work. And I I could totally see myself watching this movie again, for sure. Can absolutely see myself watching this movie again. I lo- This is probably one of my best, dress montage scenes when he shuts down the entire Laurent store for her and she's trying on dresses for the gala I loved it it was super modern and sleek in the best way like this is because I'm on I'm a I'm a two type of hallmark type of watcher so the seasonal is gonna is gonna be there regardless but I love both like the uber modern slick sleek city Hallmark movie, but I also love me a small town charm, like quiet charm, intimate, adorable, cheeky, warm. I, I I love that as well. So that those are kind of the, the two lanes that I ride in when it comes to my Hallmark movies. Um, and this one hit. All of the boxes for like the uber modern, sleek, slick city movie. And I really, really loved it. Even the opening scene with her walking boss like in her power suit with her briefcase on her phone. Loved it. I loved seeing Alexa in this in this character. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I want to see more of our Hallmark women in in kind of like these boss women ways. But another thing, too, on the flip side of that, because this also was a callback to an older Hallmark stereotype that we've always had with the woman being the responsible, more stickler, disciplined one and the guy being like the disheveled uh messy fly by the seat of your pants so it it was kind of like a callback to the old hallmark wrapped in like given um a like 2.0 though but this was done so 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 well i just want to see and i know we've seen it with pearl in paradise but i don't know if there's another movie that quite captured it where the the guy is the disciplined or wait I was thinking, no, 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 no. I was thinking bottle with love at first, but no, that was the like she was definitely like a very much stickler, and he was the fly by the seat of his pants type guy, Andrew and Bethany. But um, I definitely would love to see another movie where the guy is like the the put together, like crisp, you know, starchy slacked suit. Where the and the girl is kind of like the dishevelled mess, you know, like I would like to see that uh in a movie moving forward, but i I loved everything about this movie, my goodness, Hallmark is redeeming themselves this month because last month was an absolute disaster, and I don't know what it is about January and Hallmark with their movies. It seems like they don't care. Now, I know, you know, they were leaning on the wedding veil, but they were just, they were only leaning on the wedding veil. It was like they just threw in two other movies for the heck of it so that they could fill in their Saturdays. It's just like, boss, you don't got to fill in all your Saturdays. Let us breathe a little bit. Like, we didn't need a movie on New Year's Day with Dog Lover's Guide to Dating. Like, just give us the three wedding veil movies. Let that be it. And then let us breathe... Because Love and Glacier, National, Avalanche in a Can was not what we needed. Those two movies bookending the wedding veils made January even more horrible. So I Sweeter in Chocolate, five out of five. A Paris Proposal, I'm giving it four out of five crowns. And the I docked it. It, it was going in at a five out of five, y'all. But because of how rushed the ending felt, I docked a crown for that because it was like out of nowhere. Oh yeah, we got the account back. Caroline gave us our jobs and now we're just going to open up our own agency. Like it was all in dialogue. There was no movement. You know what I mean? So that's why I docked a crown, but I, I enjoyed thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed Alexa's wardrobe yet again This knocked, like, whoever was the costumer for this, I found out the costumer for Love in the Limelight. If this is the same costumer from Love in the Limelight, my goodness, sis, can we get you on the podcast? Because this is just spectacular. This is spectacular. Spectacular. (laughs) I really, really loved alexa's wardrobe except there's a major exception there's this one outfit that she wore it was a black and white number and she had this huge flower just slapped right on her and it looked like a hypnotizing wheel it was oof, that was a no 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 that was a no-go but everything else was just gorgeous And when I tell you, I love Nicholas Bishop as Sebastian, because the I felt like he was trolling her at points. Like the way he moved and even the way he moved gave me like French laissez faire. Just, oh, you guys, I miss Europe so much. I miss Europe so much. I went over to Europe. The one and only time I was in Europe, I studied abroad in 2014. Um, I was studying Scandinavian design over there. And um Scandinavian both architecture and interior design. And I was over there for two months. Home base was Copenhagen, Denmark, and then we did a week in Oslo and Stockholm. Oslo, Norway, and Stockholm, Sweden. So that's if if just just a little, you know, window into my soul. That's why Scandinavia is so close to my heart because it's been the one and only time. That I've been, A, out of the United States, B, to Europe. So Scandinavia holds a special place in my heart. Although, okay, I did go to the Bahamas on a cruise once. So I guess that counts. But the Caribbean, I don't know. It feels like United States adjacent. I don't know. I hope that doesn't, I shouldn't, well, yeah. I just, I I don't know, whatever. So yeah, I just, I I miss Europe. And there are so many cities that I want to go to. Paris is definitely one of them. London. I want to go to Iceland. I want to go to Finland. I want to go to the south of France. I want to go to the north of France. I want to go to the south of Italy. I want to go to the north of Italy. I want to go to the middle of Italy. <laughs> I want to go to Scotland and Ireland and Wales and Greenland. And y'all, I just want to go everywhere, to Fiji and Hawaii. and uh, I just want to go. This movie, by far, is going on my list of favorite Hallmark Destination movies. I feel like they captured the essence of Paris through the like the 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 luxury of Paris. You know, we've seen the wine of Paris through Paris wine and romance, and we've seen the more you know the grandeur, the tourist nature of it through her pen pal. But I felt like we got to see. More so of the the casual luxury that is Paris through this movie, and I loved it with the cafe. That cafe scene, that I I just loved it. I love Parisian cafes. I love the idea of the European lifestyle. They're just so not about the grind and hustle, and I I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, you guys, those are my thoughts about a Paris proposal, I want you to tell me your thoughts about a Paris proposal. There is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page, and you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. And you know what? I'm actually going to show you what that looks like when you do that because you guys we have some voicemail today so what we're going to do we're going to take another micro break and when we come back we are going to get into our voicemail and our weekend watching guide so stay tuned
1: Dear Dara, this is Mary Beth, MBS PhD TX. Um, and I couldn't find a comment thing, but I wanted to say I agreed the Glacier movie was stupid <laughs> and it was bad, and uh, I put it down to being a very bad script and not knowing not knowing what to do with a bad script. On the other hand, the Chocolate movie was divine. In in every sense of the word, great script, great acting, just um, a rewatch, several times rewatch. Um, and um, the the actress who played the mother was on Desperate Housewives, and so it was good to see her in something interesting and new. But anyway, that's my opinion. Keep at it, girl. Talk to you later. Bye bye.
0: Mary Beth, thank you so much for your voice message. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you as well. National Avalanche in the can was just not the business. It was not it. It was not it. And I watching Sweeter Than Chocolate, I'm definitely going to read the book. I'm de like after I finish the secret ingredient. I'm going to read Sweeter Than Chocolate. My goal is to finish up both books before the end of February. So, yeah. I Sweeter Than Chocolate was Sweeter Than Chocolate. Uh, And the book is super new, too, you guys. It came out just a couple of weeks before, or maybe even less time, before the movie. And it is a Hallmark publishing title. So, this is a book within the mothership and then the movie made um, within the mothership as well. So, be sure to get the book. And if you haven't yet, watch the movie. The movie is so valid. Like this is just, oh, oh, it. Like Hallmark is really doing it with these two movies um, that we have, that we have had these past two Saturdays. They are making up, these two movies eclipse all five movies we got last month already. Actually, Just Sweeter Than Chocolate alone eclipses last month in its entirety but let me tell you what Hallmark has coming up this weekend in our weekend watching guide this weekend we have welcome to valentine which stars katherine davis and markian tarasuk here is the premise it's a week away from valentine's day and olivia loses both her boyfriend and her job in the same week Her sister, Vanessa, who still lives in their hometown in Nebraska, convinces Olivia to come back home for an extended for an extended trip and help to get back on her feet. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what's the sentence? She convinces Olivia to come back home for an extended trip and help get her back on her feet. There we go. Olivia's roommate in New York has a friend, George, who's driving out to Los Angeles and agrees to take Olivia to her destination, which is exactly halfway between New York and California, in exchange for a free night's stay in her hometown. Olivia, low on cash after her layoff, agrees to take turns driving so he can get to Los Angeles in less than five days. The two strangers set out on the open road, both on their way to being who they think they're supposed to be. When George's car breaks down mere miles from Olivia's hometown, he has to stay a few more days in Valentine, Nebraska, with Olivia and her sister. After spending so much time together, the two realize that their priorities might have changed, and love is what truly matters. Now, Catherine Davis, we've talked about her a little bit here on the Dear Hallmark podcast. She has been in mostly Up TV movies and uh, one lifetime movie so far. This will be her first Hallmark movie, which is exciting. I'm so excited for her. Uh, She was in Up TV's Christmas on Fifth Avenue, which is by far my favorite Christmas movie that Up TV has done. And then um, she also was on Up TV's 2022 Christmas movie, Santa's God Style, opposite Franco Lepresti. Um, and she was opposite in Christmas on Fifth Avenue, Olivier Renaud. Re- Renaud. Um, both leading men playing opposite her did such a good job. Both Christmas movies are darling my gosh they're so good i implore you to watch her in um christmas on 5th avenue that's from 2021 and then santa's got style is 2022 both are on up tv she also played um she had two christmas movies last year She did one on Lifetime as well with Steve Lund called Six Degrees of Santa, and that one came on, I think, a week or two after Christmas Bedtime Stories, so I was ready to see Steve Lund's redemption, because we know how we feel here about Christmas Bedtime Stories, okay? So... Speaking of Up TV, let's get into Up TV's movie for this weekend. Up TV's movies always come on on Sundays at 7 p.m. And so on Sunday at 7, we are getting a movie called For Flirty February. We are getting Mixed Baggage. When Evie Jones accidentally grabs the wrong carry-on bag on her flight, her quest to find the rightful owner leads to a series of misunderstandings, misconnections, and maybe to the love of her life. So that is Up TV. Again, that is Mixed Baggage on Sunday at 7 p.m. And then airing simultaneously as Hallmark's Welcome to Valentine on Saturday at 8 p.m., Great American Family is giving us Love in Aruba, starring, oof, Sasha Leah Hightower and David Sean McConnell. Here is the premise of Love in Aruba. At the end of a school year, teacher Amber meets Connor, a single dad searching for a tutor and nanny for his daughter, Macy. Amber joins Connor overseas in Aruba, watching over Macy while Connor focuses on work. Connor isn't used to having a woman in the house again, but Amber's sincerity helps bridge their awkwardness and bring the family together. That's cute, but that's not giving me great American Valentine's. That's giving me summer love and that's giving me some summer, summer romance, you know. So those are our three offerings that we are getting this weekend. So we have Great American Valentines with Love and Aruba Saturday at 8 p.m. We have Love You, Where You from Hallmark Channel with Welcome to Valentine at 8 p.m. And then we have Flirty February on Up TV with Mixed Baggage at 7 p.m. on Sunday. So, you guys, thank you so much. This will do it for your weekly review here on Dear Hallmark. Um, I also put out some bonus episodes on a whim, so you want to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and not just checking in. We want you to be a part of the family. We don't want you just visiting. We want you to take your shoes off, hang your coat up, get some Tupperware, take some food with you. You know what I mean? (laughs) So be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And if you are already a family member, thank you. To, to um, make me even more grateful and thankful for you, please be sure to leave a rating and a review if you are listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Um, it not only helps me out, but it does something to the algorithm because it puts the podcast out there more for other people to know that there is other Hallmark content out there for them to consume, not just during Christmas time, but also throughout the year so I am going to be having some bonus episodes coming for you throughout the season um uh one bonus episode I'm going to have coming to you this week at a random I'm gonna just drop it at a random on a random day at a random time I'm going to be giving you my wedding veil ranking I'm going to be ranking all six movies in the wedding veil series um and we're just going to talk about where my heart belongs I can't stop saying where my heart belongs guys that movie has messed me up (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to tell you where my heart belongs as it concerns those six movies. And also this week, we are continuing on our special delivery train, getting into the nook and cranny of Signed, Sealed, Delivered with episodes two and three of the 10 episode TV series. Remember, I reviewed the pilot episode, the pilot movie already. I did that in October. So I will link that for you in the show notes. I will link that for you here. So, you can listen to that before Thursday. Um, if you're listening to this after Thursday and you still haven't listened to the SSD um, 2 and 3 episode yet, it'll still be linked here for you to listen. But yeah, y'all, this week we're getting into the thick of our science seal delivery what? Sun still delivered reviews. So I'm excited and I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys. So if you are someone who hasn't watched it, this is the perfect chance to jump on in because we're going to be getting into it together. So you guys, thank you so, so much. I look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode. I hope you have a good rest of your day and I want to say cheers to you and thank you for listening. Ciao, my friends.